Well, what a shocker. If you're listening to this back to back, it's going to be great because we're, just like I predicted, we're covering 47 meters down. <laughs> Nobody listens to this back to back. Are you kidding me? recording this on valentine's day so happy valentine's day and um we are slowly becoming ahead of schedule so should i just get into this shindig yeah okay so we are covering 47 meters down it was released in 2017. I think it's June of 2017. So this is a summer movie. Pro- obviously, it's sharks. It's typically a summer movie. Um, this is directed by Johannes uh, Roberts, who also directed Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, <laughs> the critically acclaimed film. <laughs> it is. This film is also... Written by Johannes Roberts and Ernest Riera, who uh, wrote for The Last Dolphin King, which is a documentary. Or he directed it? I don't remember. Um, Okay, so this cast of characters is not, you know, Oscar-nominated actors. So if you couldn't really identify... Anya Taylor-Joy. I don't think you're going to really be able to identify these cast of characters, but we're going to go through them anyway. Okay. I only recognized one. Yeah, I think same. Who is Mandy Moore. Yeah. And who do you know Mandy Moore from? Or what do you know Mandy Moore from? Mm, this is Us. Yes. Yeah. She's also uh, Rapunzel. Yeah, Entangled. Mm-hmm. Um, then the sister, her she is Claire Holt. Mm-hmm. Do you know her from anything? No. She was actually an H2O that mermaid movie which i thought was really funny um and then the third actor that was listed as like one of the main actors is matthew modine who is captain taylor um and he's from uh, stranger things he plays dr brenner i I don't really watch stranger things so um the budget for this movie was 5.3 million dollars and kayla what do you think it made in the box office i feel like not that much probably i don't know it was okay. released in the summertime. More? More than it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with 12.3. No. More? More than that. A lot more? Yeah. 20? No. More than that. 30? No. More than that. 40? <laughs> more than that. It's 50. More than that. 60. $62.6 million. Okay. The thing is, is that scary movies depending on when they are released we'll just generally do pretty good yeah because especially the rating of the movie i think this is rated pg-13 is it not i think so pg-13 rated our movies typically do really well just because of teenagers being able to go see it mm-hmm. especially during the summertime like teenagers are in a flock 
to the theaters to watch like a quote-unquote scary movie that they can actually go see that's not rated r well the funny thing about this movie is that i don't know if i would consider it a horror movie me either it's a scary movie but i wouldn't call it horror i would call Mm -hmm. it like thriller maybe yeah it's a shark movie shark movies are a whole category yeah Yeah. well isn't jaws jaws is a horror movie technically i guess so but yeah anyways um i know that you like to have your kayla's kill point Mm-hmm. I, I do think have a I think this is out of all the movies. I think this is the movie that I'd I'd probably die. I think I'd go to the very end and I'd die. You'd get to the very end and then you die. Well, like I'd make it like through this whole movie, there wouldn't be a point where I'd get out. You know, like oh, I'd be dead. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, I do have a kill point in this in okay. this movie that I guess I'll but I'll say it when I. But get I it. do think I'd find myself in this situation where I'm doing something that like <laughs> seems really cool and I like ignore red flags and then I do it and then I die because it's sketchy. Yeah. Speaking of red flags, I also counted the red flags, and I will go through them. But I counted the red flags. I've got two, three, four, five in total. Before five before like shit hits the fan before they even hit the water yeah (laughs) i mean yeah okay do you have a kayla's question i don't have a kayla's question but i do have fun facts you have fun facts i have fun facts okay okay you ready Mm -hmm. sharks have bad eyesight yes a bowl of shark fin soup can cost up to a hundred dollars wow the biggest hundred u.s dollars Mm -hmm. the biggest type of shark is the whale shark Mm -hmm. baby sharks are called pups. I didn't know that. Do you know how many pups a whale shark can give birth to in one litter? A whale shark? Yeah. In in one litter. Mm, they're pretty well where whale sharks are big. Mm-hmm. Bigger animals have le- less um babies. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like little tiny fish will have like thousands of eggs right i'm gonna say like six (laughs) is it not that no what is it they can have uh several hundred pups in one litter in one litter Mm -hmm. damn but do not all of them survive probably not it's probably like turtles where like they have like a hundred million babies like six survive (laughs) yeah crazy so anyways thank you for those shark face (laughs) facts okay um in replace of kayla's question we have kayla's kayla's shark fact kayla's trivia (laughs) okay so let me just do our brief breakdown real quick so this is 47 meters down two sisters vacationing in mexico are trapped in a shark cage at the bottom of the ocean with less than an hour of oxygen left and great white sharks circling nearby they must fight to survive so shall we start uh, yeah we shall okay um do you would you like to start no this is your pick you start okay fine all right so first there's this cool shot of um a woman kind of like swimming up and knocking over another woman um out of her like pool float and mm-hmm. her red drink spills mm-hmm. into the water, which is this uh, fun little thing called foreshadowing that some movies do sometimes. <laughs> um, anyway, they're in a pool. They're not in the ocean. They're in a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to learn that these two women are Lisa and Kate. 
mm-hmm. I don't have the energy to go through and like describe the moment when you learn their names. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna find out that this is Lisa and Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so who we will learn is Lisa. Um, she gets out of the pool and she's like, I'm gonna go give Stuart a call. Um, and then we see the two of them toasting to a fun vacation and Kate is like Stuart is missing out and Lisa's like yeah so we know something's up with Stuart we yeah know, we know Stuart is a player mm-hmm. here um later in the night Kate wakes up she finds Lisa outside the hotel room crying um which this is a really nice resort too like mm-hmm. this looks so nice it's like open air it's like one of those cabana type yeah, deals it, it's like open air it looks like there's they're on the water. Yeah, it looks like they're on the water, and it, it looks like there's n- no windows. It mm-hmm. looks like it's just open, which is really cool. Also, she, Kate, when she wakes up hearing crying, she, like, this is when you know that they're sisters, because mm-hmm. she says, sis. And I, like, I think it's so funny when they do that in movies, because yeah. never, not, never not once have I ever called my brothers or my sisters bro, bro or sis. <laughs> No, but they you needed to find out that they yeah. weren't just friends. So they're sisters. Um anyways, um she so yeah, she finds Lisa sitting outside the hotel room, like kind of on the water, um, crying, and Lisa reveals to Kate that she and Stuart broke up. And Lisa that's why Stuart was supposed to be on the trip with Lisa and Lisa invited Kate instead, but Lisa lied about why Stuart wasn't there and the real reason is because they broke up. Um, he got bored. Yeah, which is bold coming from a man named Stuart. Yeah. Also, how how terrible. Imagine getting not only just broken up with, but being told that you're boring. By a man named Stuart. By a man named Stuart. Do you think it was Stuart Little? Yeah, it's the mouse. <laughs> um anyways so then kate is like (laughs) kate's like okay we're going out and lisa's like what it's 1 a.m which i i agree with her Mm -hmm. that's wild you you were asleep once you're asleep you don't get up and go out once you're asleep you're out for the you're Mm -hmm. out you're gone imagine like having to get up get ready physically get out oh god um, but they do go out and party, and it does seem like a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, we see them out, they're, like, dancing, and then we see them out on the beach at sunrise, kind of, like, dancing in the waves, probably still a little drunk. Mm-hmm. And there's these also two random guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see what looks like probably a little later in the day, Kate is sleeping, and Lisa is texting Stuart, like a dumbass. She's like, I wish you were, wish you were here. Mexico's but great. Kate... So the shot from them dancing on the beach is Kate's sandy feet while she's, like, sleeping in bed. I that's, was like, that's so disgusting. Take a shower. What? <laughs> what? How? And also, how did you get, how did you manage to get all the way from the beach? I mean, I guess they're if they're staying on the beach. But I was like, there's times where, like, I have, like, sand on my feet. And, like, by the time I walk all the way to, like, to wherever my car is parked, like, a majority of the sand's off my feet. You know what yeah. I mean? But I don't know. I was like, oh, God, there's sand everywhere in that little cabana of yours, isn't there? Yeah, I don't I don't like that. Um, 
And so then it looks like probably that night, I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. um, Kate and Lisa are at dinner with the same two guys and they're trying to convince them to go shark cage diving and they're like, yeah, no, like we know a guy and like here's the first red flag. They tell them that it's only $100, which is not true. And they also just like make it up. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll only be like what, like $100? I don't know. I did look up uh, how much shark cage diving costs. Okay. And I In Mexico? Say, no. So this is California. But again, th- and here's the thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. we all know that if you leave the country, and this is not just Mexico, it's anywhere. If you leave the country, you don't do things like shark cage diving, mm-hmm. like parasailing, skydiving. Because yeah. you don't know what the regulations are like. Well, yeah. That, so, that's why she had, I think it's Lisa who says, like, well, the receptionist said that if we were going to plan any extra extra activities, we right. need to do it through the resort. Exactly. Like, yeah, there's a reason why, because the resort <laughs> exactly. can, like, vet them and make sure exactly. that it's okay. Right. So, but I will say that <clears throat> for shark diving in California, mm-hmm. where hopefully you won't die probably strict Um, regulations yeah it's so it's three hundred dollars per person and if there's three if you have three or less people so if it's like a private group basically it's nine hundred dollars per person nine hundred dollars well i mean that's that's what you gotta pay to not die um so that's the first red flag they didn't do their research on pricing yeah um, and apparently Kate has taken a class and has a certification. In scuba diving. Um, right, in scuba diving. And Lisa's like, well, I don't. And Kate kind of like taunts her by saying that like a, bo- well, a boring person, you know, like would. It just throws that right yeah. in her face. Um, and so Lisa's like, all right, got me there. Um, so the next day they meet these guys at this really sketchy looking dock. And Lisa's really worried, but Kate's like, it's it's fine. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so there's this even, this is uh, red flag number two. There's this even sketchier looking man who who drives this little, like, white man. little, like, motorboat type of deal. Um, this is Taylor. We will later find out. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Taylor. He comes to pick them up at the dock. And he asks Lisa and Kate if they know how to scuba dive. And they both lie. And they're like, yes. I actually, so I have a fun fact. Uh, Mandy Moore and Claire Hall actually learned how to scuba dive for this movie. They weren't actually filming in the ocean. Obviously, they were filming in a tank of water. But they, they filmed it at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> but they, um, they learned how to scuba for That's this cool. movie. But yeah. There's a shitty, we take a shitty little pontoon boat to another shittier boat right. <laughs> in a shitty cage. That's all rusty. Yeah. Well, and so then, yeah. So then they, they Taylor takes them out and they pull up to this literal sketchiest looking boat I've ever seen in my life. It's mm-hmm. like rusty and it looks like it's actually going to disintegrate into the ocean. This is red flag number three. The mm-hmm. minute I saw that boat, I would turn around. Yeah. Um, so they get on the boat, they're out there, um, they dump a ton of weird, like, bloody fish into They're the chumming ocean. the waters. Yeah, to attract the sharks. And Kate's like, I thought it was illegal to chum the water, so there's red flag number It's four. not illegal, by the way, I looked it up. Oh, it's not? Mm-mm. It's illegal <laughs> in, um, Alabama and, like, some coastal states, it's illegal if you're close to the shore. So, like, if you're going, like, off of, like, a pier and you're chumming the waters like that's illegal you can't do that because you're right next to where people are but if you're in the open ocean which they are you can chum the waters it's not illegal so hmm, interesting she's wrong 
but they make her feel like an idiot yeah like how are we gonna get the shirt (laughs) we just get corporate like hey mr shark come on over here i was like god that's a red flag i would have been like you know what fuck you i'm out (laughs) (laughs) um but i mean they were right the sharks do come Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like swimming around like little maniacs and you can see their fins and I don't, I don't like that. Um, I want to see a shark. Like I want to be in a big boat and yeah. see a shark no. like in the open ocean. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't, I mean, maybe I'd go cage diving if I had enough money to do that and like do a safe thing. But like, I don't want to like go swimming. I would go cage diving. Mm-hmm. Um, not in this scenario, but no. I, would go, I would go cage diving. Um, <clears throat> I think we should start a, a segment, though. Every time a character does something really unsafe, we should. I, I, it should be whether or not I've done something less safe in college. Because I think odds are I, I probably have. Probably. Um, but, uh, yeah, so upon seeing the sharks, Lisa freaks out. She does not like that. Mm-hmm. She loses her mind. She's like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Kate kind of finds her in the bathroom freaking out. And Kate, again, is like, just think of how, how jealous the pictures will make Stuart, which is red Stuart's not worth five. it. You don't do this kind of shit for pictures. That's Mm-mm. no, no, no. That's the type of thing that, like, you know how people take those pictures of them, like, hanging off of a cliff and they're like, ha, 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 and then they, like, die? <laughs> that's, that's giving this energy. That's, yeah, that, no, exactly. <laughs> Um, but Lisa falls for it. She's like, okay, fine. I feel like Stuart is not even... It's probably he's... butt ugly. <laughs> Stuart is probably butt ugly. Yes, but I, I feel like he's also not even... He's not looking at pictures. No. He's at the orphanage. He's already got his shit out. adopted. Yeah. Oh, because he's a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so I found... I didn't really write this in my thing because I didn't think we'd talk so much about Stuart, but here we are. Um, they actually filmed scenes with mm-hmm. Stuart um and it was Stuart was cast as James Vanderbeek who is a pretty attractive looking man well I gotta look him up uh but they cut all those scenes out so yeah he's okay yeah so that's our Stuart James Vanderbeek but he was cut out so in our reality Stuart's bug <laughs> and he's a mouse <laughs> he's a mouse um yeah, so anyway, um, they, they lower the cage, and first the two guys go down. Mm-hmm. And it's f- fairly uneventful. A giant shark goes by. I always forget how big great whites are. They're so big. They're massive. Um, but yeah, shark goes by, and the girls get all suited up. They're like, okay, great, must be fine. And you can kind of get the sense that Captain Taylor knows that Lisa's never scuba dived before because yeah. he's trying to calm her down. He's telling her... You have 200 bar at 100 bar. You're going to let him know. And then at 50, he's going to bring them back up. He tells her how to equalize, which is just putting your head back and swallowing. And they're only going to go down one meter. Five meters, he said. Five meters. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kate borrows one of the guy's cameras. And he's like, yeah, you can you can borrow it. But if you drop it, you got to go down and get and get it. And then they all have a great laugh. Turns out Kate does go and get it yeah literally yeah <laughs> um and then they head down mm-hmm. so now they're in now they're in the cage they're under the water i just have to say mandy moore is so good at acting panicked mm-hmm. 
that any time that she, especially in this scene where she's like, they're about to get in the water, and like sometimes when they're down in the water, but especially the moment when they're about to go in the water and she's panicking, I like felt myself start to panic just because yeah. of how hard she's panicking. No, well, like so, she's having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, I I saw this movie in theaters actually mm-hmm. when it came out, and it wasn't so it wouldn't have been my first scary movie ever because it was after Lazarus Effect. But I think it might have been my first scary movie in theaters, and you know just the just the effect of being in the theater for a yeah. scary movie. I I'm telling you, when I got out of that theater, my head hurt so bad. I was so stressed. You're so tense. I was so tense. I was so stressed the whole time. It's very um. Yeah, it's very it's just very tense. The whole mm-hmm. thing is very tense. Um Yeah, so it's it's very tranqu- tranquil and peaceful under the water. You see all the fish. Um Taylor talks to them over the radio and says that they're going to add more chum to the water so that they can see sharks. Um they're taking pictures and then of course they drop the stupid camera because mm-hmm. of course um and they're like watching it float down and lisa's like kate you got to go get that they're gonna be so pissed um and then just this huge shark comes up from underneath and just eats the camera Mm -hmm. um so so there's that there's two great whites circling them and then so it it, while they're underwater especially when they get deeper you can kind of see all those like little flecky organisms like floating Mm -hmm. in the water and to replicate those they chop they finally chopped up broccoli (laughs) and added it to the tank and mandy moore said that after a few weeks it was like pretty gross that it felt like they were in soup (laughs) yeah i bet um but yeah we've got (laughs) some great white sharks um circling them and the cage starts to slip yes um so the cage kind of, like there's just kind of like this big creak and the cage moves mm-hmm. and taylor talks to them he's like it's fine it's just the winch mechanism just slipped, slipped. and lisa's like okay that's great we want to come back up and kate's like no we don't want to go back up and lisa's like no we definitely want to come back up so mm-hmm. they start to bring them up and right as they reach the top of the water the cage starts slipping again and they start going down really really fast this is so stressful to watch you're like in an underwater elevator yeah it's scary it's scary to watch Mm. um and when it reaches the end of the rope it just kind of snaps and hangs there and and kind of leaves them hanging there and this is terrifying too to look at because you imagine you're you're in a cage it's already dark you're you know you're far down so it's very dark Mm -hmm. And you're hanging <laughs> in like a metal object, hey. just kind of floating back and forth in the middle, literally the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa's watch that she's wearing, kind of the face of it like shatters due to the pressure. Mm-hmm. And then as they're just hanging, I think they hang there like for less than like it's not very a second. Long. And then uh, the winch breaks off and they fall to the floor. Um, and they are both passed out in the bottom of the cage. Yeah. And we see Lisa slowly kind of start to come to. And she's bleeding in her mask. Kate is screaming for her and telling her to wake up. And we see some of the blood, like, leak out of her mask. Well, there's, like, water coming into her mask, yeah. too. And then I think Kate wakes her up and, like, flushes it out. Mm-hmm. So then it gets all the blood yeah. to 
so that's kind of like in the water around them um and lisa immediately wakes up and starts panicking and gasping for air which is bad and you can hear every single breath that this girl is taking Mm -hmm. and oh my god she is using all her air and this is when we find out they are 47 meters down i didn't even i should google how many miles is 47 meters miles uh it was like 115 feet i think is what i looked up so like point yeah point three ish miles that's pretty far yeah yeah I don't like that. Um, so um, they hear the radio kind of gurgling, and Taylor's voice is coming through a little bit, but it's too far down to, to really get a good signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate says that if she swims up a little, she may be able to be in range. So they try to open the cage door, but it's blocked by the broken winch that had fallen down into the ocean with them. Yeah. Um, and so she takes her suit off. Um, but she can't fit through the cage bars. So she says she needs to take her mask off, and then Lisa's going to pass it through to her mm-hmm. after she squeezes out of the cage bars. And uh, this this is Kayla's kill point. I'm not smart enough nor brave enough. I would just – I would cut my losses and die in the cage or maybe, like, try to swim straight up and just die immediately. Well, the thing is is that it's, like, you're in a metal object that was heavy. You just went straight down. Right. So they know where you are. Mm-hmm. And whether you're dead or alive, they still need to come get you. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, but but I don't think I would make it that long. <laughs> no, I know. But I'm saying is that, like, I wouldn't be like, I need to go up and talk to them. I'm like, they know we're down here. They're going to yeah. assume, hopefully, that we're alive. I'm just going to sit here and wait for them to yeah. come get us. But then what if you run out of air? There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, that would be, yeah, I would die. I'm dead. There's nothing I can do. I don't know how to scoop dive. Yeah. Um, so Kate, once she's out of the cage, Kate is able to push the uh, the winch off of the cage, that whole mechanism. Lisa, when Kate pushes it off, Lisa says, we did it, Kate. I'm like, you Lisa, didn't do anything. you didn't do shit. <laughs> you sat there and panicked and mm-hmm. bitched the whole time. You didn't do <laughs> shit. Kate did it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, and so, so she starts swimming up, and she's able to, um, get, get signal, and she's able to talk to Taylor, and, and Kate tells Taylor that they're at 47 meters, that she has 55 bar, and he says they need to leave, uh, to not oh, rush to says, the service, yeah, surface, he says, or else they'll get the bends. Yeah, he says not to rush to the surface, they need to stay in the cage, and that, uh, Javier is coming down to them, Javier is one of the guys on the boat. Mm-hmm. He's coming down to them with air um, and to hook up the cage to the spare winch and bring them up. Mm-hmm. So he's like, just stay in the cage, reserve your air, everything's going to be fine. So Kate goes back and tells Lisa the good news. And they're like, yay, we're going to live. It's almost over. And it's not. Of course, it's not almost over. Yeah. Um, they have this kind of deep conversation about how Lisa kind of feels inferior, which it, it, it doesn't seem like probably the best choice to be having this conversation because they're low on air yeah don't talk don't talk but lisa's jealous of how fun and adventurous kate is and i was like see the thing is is that being fun and adventurous like you could change that like that's something you can definitely change like if you want to be more adventurous like do adventurous things that are in your comfort zone you know what i mean but like i don't feel bad for you girl like (laughs) you can just stop being so fucking boring 
I know why Stuart left you now. Anyway. <laughs> um, so they're chilling and they hear some noises. Lisa immediately assumes it's the boat's engine and that they've left them. And she starts to be like, did you see a second winch on the boat? I didn't. They don't have one. They're going to leave us here to die. <laughs> and uh... Kate's like, let me go back up and try to talk to them again. So nobody is answering Kate, but there is a shark that very nearly eats her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kate gets back in the cage, but then the shark attacks the cage. And the cage almost breaks the bar is very close to breaking but then for some reason it just kind of changes its mind kate also i think it's kate who tells lisa to be quiet and i was like like that's gonna do anything like it's not gonna help you (laughs) shark ain't got no ears yeah uh lisa's freaking out again because kate says that they weren't there they didn't respond yeah lisa's like well they left us so let's just swim up and kate's like no we can't we can't do that because you have to decompress for five you have to do a decompression stop and you have to sit in open water for five minutes and if there's sharks and you're in the open water yeah um we find out that i think it's lisa who has 80 bar Mm -hmm. kate has 30 bar and kate says that 80 bar means she has about 20 minutes tops for lisa and um at the depths that the characters are, experts suggest that there would have been less than 15 minutes of air for them. Hmm. Not an hour. Yeah. So, plot <laughs> hole, but whatever. Um. <laughs> um, so, they do, they do see a flashlight. And it's Javier. So, everything's great. Um, they're going to be saved. But, unfortunately, he does not appear to see them. And Kate is very low on air, so Lisa swims out to signal Javier. And as she goes, this shark kind of trails her from behind. And she's talking to Kate over the radio. And Kate's like, well, stay on the ocean floor. Stay on the, you know, stay on the bottom of the floor. Sharks attack from below. So make sure you're staying, you know, at, at, at the bottom. So Lisa's kind of like trailing the, the ocean floor. She's kind of um, like hugging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is terrifying if you think about it because she can't see shit. Like you, you she can see have a because flashlight at this yeah, point. you can see because it's a movie. But this is like imagine and realist, <laughs> like there's no light down there. You can't see shit. Uh, yeah, imagine imagine swimming with your essentially your stomach touching the ocean floor. Yeah, and you cannot see anything ahead. Well, of Well, I mean, oh god, it's better it. to be on the ocean floor than to be an open ocean, which she's about to be. Right, in but the pitch black but I mean, because at least she knows which way is down. Yeah, because that's how scuba divers can get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Is that so if they're in the open ocean and they're deep, mm-hmm. there's no light, mm-hmm. not even from the surface can they see. They don't know which way's up. Right. So sometimes people think that they're going to the surface and they're actually going down. Mm-hmm. And that's how they fucking die. Yeah. Or they pass out or something. And so, um, yeah, she reaches like a drop off point. Yeah. And she's in open ocean now. Yeah. And obviously Lisa's not going to be paying attention. So, <laughs> um, yeah terrifying she would never be able to find her way back if she didn't have a flashlight or someone to help her mm-hmm. um so she does find the flashlight but no javier yeah and she starts to go back and surprise surprise she has no idea where she is yeah but even with a flashlight like she's incredibly lucky that she figured out where the fuck to go because even that flashlight isn't it doesn't go very it doesn't far. go very far yeah so it's like you can't you don't know you can't see you can't talk 
to mm-hmm. Kate either because you're too far away on a radio. Yeah, I think and she just a, guesses and I gets it right. I think that's a little bit of a plot hole too because you would n- never find your way back ever. No. So as she's swimming back, a shark tries to snatch her, mm-hmm. and she gets jump scared by Javier, who is immediately killed by that same yeah. shark. Yeah. Um. So that rest in peace, Javier. Um, Javier has no air, mm-hmm. um, however, he does have the winch, mm-hmm. and he has a spear gun, and mm-hmm. Lisa grabs both of those things and takes them with her. Yeah. So when she magically finds her way back to the cage, which, again, wouldn't, would never happen in real life, yeah. uh, she attaches the spare winch to the cage, and she goes up to talk to Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um... And the cage starts moving up, and they're like, yay, we're saved. Everything's great. Um, But, of course, it's never that easy. And they're going up. It's like an elevator. They're just kind of going up in their cage, and they're counting the meters as they go up. They're going like 35, 34, 33. It was so annoying. (laughs) like, you're so annoying. Shut up. So when they reach about about 28 meters, uh, the cable snaps. Well, it's a rope. It's, yeah, it's, it's not a, even a cable. A rope. Yeah, it wasn't going to hold. A chain broke. Yeah. Do you think this rope is going to be able to pull them up? No. No, it, it wasn't going to hold. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they fall all the way back down. But this time, the cage is just free falling because it's not attached to anything. Yeah. So the cage lands right on Lisa's leg, which yeah. is fucking ow. Yeah. That is... Oh, God. I did not and like that. And it's, like, stuck, like, almost right under where her hip is. Like, it's all the way, like, mid-thigh stuck under this cage. Yeah. I feel like, in I reality, feel, you feel lose like, your leg. Well, yeah. And I also feel like you would have dislocated something. Yeah. Or would I have broken. Think, yeah. Like, just at the angle that she was in, it, like, her hip should have popped out of its socket or something. Because of the of angle. Fall. Yeah, I don't think I. I think that she would have had been, a lot more damage than she did. But, I think you that would have been whatever. Lisa's kill point right there in, yeah. in real life. Uh, um, so Kate is only at five bar now, when she goes back up to talk to Taylor, and he's like, "You got to get back in the cage. We're sending uh, the Coast Guard. They they're equipped for deep sea rescue." I didn't even know deep sea rescue was a thing. Yeah, so the Coast Guard's coming. They're equipped for deep sea rescue. He says he's going to send down some more tanks. And he says, but there's a reason why I didn't do this earlier. Because switching tanks heightens the, ch- the uh, chance of nitrogen narcosis. Um, so they need to watch each other to make sure that they don't start to hallucinate. And uh, I looked up what nitrogen narcosis is because it's not the Benz. Mm-hmm. It's similar to the Benz, but it's not. The bends is due to, like, pressure changes, and then you get nitrogen bubbles in your brain. Uh, Nitrogen narcosis, also known as depth intoxication or rapture of the deep, is a change in consciousness and neuromuscular function caused by breathing compressed inert gas. So it's from prolonged breathing of, like, inert oxygen, like tanked oxygen. So um, because they've been down for about an hour in Mm -hmm. this movie – breathing that much oxygen for that long it's gonna fuck you up (laughs) um yeah so they sit at the bottom of the ocean and they wait with the cage on lisa's leg Mm -hmm. and the oxygen tanks do arrive which i didn't did he just throw them down yeah just hoping that they would have taken a chance but i don't know they're heavy 
Yeah. Probably went straight down. Yeah, I guess I so. Know. But there's also three flares, so they have three flares now. Yeah. Yes, and they do. They have three flares now, which is good because those uh, will ward off the sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kate finds the oxygen oxygen tanks, and she, of course, like attaches them just right in the nick of time as she's running out of air. Um, so that's great. Uh, now all that's left to do is wait for the Coast Guard. Well, she has to get back to the cage. Right. She has to get back to the cage with Lisa's tank. Yes. So uh, a shark chases Kate as she comes back to the cage, and she kind of lays on the bottom of the ocean floor. And she finally is like, yeah, she finally is just like, I'm just going to make a break for the cage. And Lisa's like, no, don't do that. And Kate's like, no, I'm going to do that. And she, she. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> she makes a break for the cage. But right when she sta- like gets up. Yeah. And, and immediately gets her head bit off. Yep. So that's the end. She went to go get Kate. the camera. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, that's unfortunate, and Lisa cries, but then she's like, I'm not going to die down here. Mm-hmm. And she starts, like, sawing at the cage with a rock. I don't... Is that what she was doing? I think so. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't? I don't know. I thought that... <laughs> I was like, she, what is I think this that's what... She was doing multiple different things. I think she was trying to, like, hit the bars to get... To pry her leg free and then i mm-hmm. think there's another part where she i think she's like digging the sand underneath and like the mm. rocks underneath her leg mm-hmm. to like get it out none of that's really working but obviously her oxygen tank is just out of reach so yep. she has to um she's at four bar now yep. so she really has to get that so she uses the like spear harpoon gun thing mm-hmm. that has like a little anchor point on it and she's, like, tossing it, like, fishing yeah. for her little tank. And it's, like, it's going down. It's at two bar, and then it's at zero bar. And I will say, I think it's with the spear gun. I'm not exactly sure at what point. But at some point, she does cut her hand really badly. And so there's well, blood everywhere. she's trying. She gets the harpoon gun, and she when she's reaching for the harpoon gun, she grabs the pointy end, and it slices her hand open. Of course she does. And so she's bleeding now, and then as she's, like, trying to pull the harp, like, the tank back, like, it's just slicing more into her skin, so she's bleeding even more. Um, But she finally gets her air. um, And, like, this is kind of another plot point. Like, I don't know if I'd know how to hook up an oxygen tank. I've never been scuba diving. Is it pretty straightforward? I don't know. I wouldn't (laughs) be able to do it. I don't think I'd be able to do it. But she does it, so. But she does, Yeah. Um, so, um, she does, she gets her oxygen tank, she gets her air in the nick of time, and, um, at this point, we've got a plot twist, Mm -hmm. because Kate comes back on the radio. She's alive! And she tells Lisa that she was able to escape, but she's, she's really badly injured, Mm -hmm. and that sharks are circling her, and a shark has punctured her BCD, and... She has 30 bar left. Yeah, she's losing oxygen. And now the tables are turned. Lisa's trying to keep Kate calm. Yes. And she's going to go find her. She just needs to get her leg unstuck. <laughs> so Lisa has the brilliant idea to shove her life vest, her BCD, mm-hmm. um, under the bars. And she inflates it so that it uh, kind of levers mm-hmm. the, the cage up. And she's able to pry her leg out. But she's, like, <gasps> scraping it oh, on these, like, rusty-ass bars. She's going to get tetanus. Oh, I don't like that. Um, 
And now she's bleeding even more. Yeah. So, so now she goes to go good. find Kate, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so she goes. She has the flashlight. Mm -hmm. She goes out to look for Kate, and she does get to her, but she is very injured and she's bleeding a lot. Mm -hmm. And Lisa's like, "Kate, you're bleeding to death. We need to go to the top now to Mm -hmm. prevent you from from bleeding out." And as they're as they're starting to swim up, they make contact with Taylor over the radio, and he's like. If you're going to come up, you need to go really slowly so you don't get the bends. Um, and they're using their flare gun to ward off the sharks. They're going up. They're still kind of going up really fast, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, and they're yeah. at 20 meters now, and he tells them you need to stop and do decompression stop. Mm-hmm. And he counts down for them. He says, you got to wait five minutes. Um, and uh, they have two more flare guns, but they drop one, which mm-hmm. is really stressful to watch. And uh, they light their last flare. And when they do, they reveal that it kind of lights sharks up. everywhere. Oh, there's sharks everywhere. There's like seven giant sharks just, just circling, circling them. them. It looks horrible. I hated that. Uh, they're out of flares now. And Taylor says they need to drop their gear. And swim. And swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they rush up, and now they're at the surface. The boys throw them a life preserver, but there's obviously still sharks, and one of them yanks Lisa. And pulls her down. Mm-hmm. And it, it does let her go, but her leg is, like, squelching, and there's well, just like, blood everywhere. Well, like, you get, everywhere. like, the munching noises. <sighs> like, it's tearing and squelching. Um, but they're hanging on, and they get pulled in until Lisa gets dragged down again. But she starts clawing at the shark's eyes, and the shark lets her go. That's a good survival tip. Sharks, sharks don't like it when you poke their eyes. So if one attacks you, you, yeah. you got to poke their eyes. I, I always knew that, like, you're supposed to, like, hit their nose yeah, they don't and like their eyes. Either. But, like, the eye thing, like, the way that they did it in the movie is that, like, she's literally digging her fingernails in the eyes, like, <sighs> which obviously probably works because that's uncomfortable. Right. But, like... You're mainly just, like, with the nose thing, you're just hitting it, and you're more likely to be able to hit their nose than their mm-hmm. eyes because their eyes are on the side of their head. Yeah. And if you try to swim specifically to get at their eyes, like, you're just going to get yourself in more trouble. Every now but and But mainly again, anything to just, like, discombobulate them mm-hmm. pretty much. I have a, I have a decent um, kind of library in my mind of animal attack survival Yeah, you're really skills. good at bears. I am really good at bears. Um... I don't know, every couple of months or so, something just takes over my body and I spend a whole night just researching ways to survive various animal attacks. One time I even found an article and I've never been able to find it again. Maybe I dreamed it, but it was how to survive like... I don't know how to I don't know how to say the PC version, but essentially like a tribal human attack. Like if you were to be like you know, <laughs> if you're like if, an if indigenous were, area. No, not well, not indigenous, but like if you were in theory, and there's there's so few areas left like, like this. Like if you're in the national parks and you stumble upon like a cannibalist like tribe. Right, right. Like if you were if you were to stumble upon like one of those untouched societies of yeah. the world, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Because those some of those exist, not many, but some of them do. And it was an article like that, and I was like, this is the most niche, useless information. I love it. But it was all about, like, basically, like, if you don't speak the language and you can't communicate with them, how are you going to survive? And assuming they have weapons and you don't, you know, it was really interesting. And then I also like to... I also like to research how to survive the apocalypse. I really like that. Yeah. Um, And how to survive natural disasters. 
Um, I, I even know how to survive like a domestic dog attack. I know how to survive an attack um, from a wolf. I know how to survive a rhinoceros attack. If a dog attacks you, don't you try to like touch their butthole? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? For me personally, if, if I were attacked by a, like a domestic dog or like a stray dog or something like that, mm. I'm just pulling out my pepper spray. But I think the actual method is similar to the shark in that you're supposed to like punch it. Yeah. Like in the nose. Like you're supposed to get the nose. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work with bigger animals, but it works with smaller animals. Yeah. I've always, I don't, I mean, growing up like by the beach and like going to the beach a lot and especially like boogie boarding surfing things like that being out in the open ocean Mm -hmm. but not like deep open ocean and like sharks typically do not come that close to shore no um very rarely do they ever come that close to shore but um uh i've always known i don't know why but i've always known how to like deal with a shark attack Mm -hmm. because sharks are like and as i've got gotten older and like learned more about sharks like they're not gonna try to eat you they don't want to eat you if they come up and bite you it's because they think you're something else um they think you're something way tastier than you actually are Mm because we're not that tasty to sharks they're just gonna bite you and then they're gonna leave but if for some reason a a shark latches onto you then you punch in the nose in the eyes or in their gills anything to make them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because sharks also don't want anything that's gonna fight back Right. If you're going to fight back, they're just going to let you go, and then they're going to go right. off to something else. So yeah. if you do any of that, they're going to let you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I always knew about that. I think just being at the beach a lot, even yeah. though I've never encountered a, a shark. No. <laughs> I, I think actually there's been a couple times I've been at the beach, and there's been a warning that, mm-hmm. like, there's a shark in the area, yeah. but I don't think I've ever seen it. It's so rare. Um, they don't like us. No, they don't. And we also need to leave them alone. Yeah. Because that's their world. We have our world. Yeah. Let the sharks be sharks. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big shark fan, but I'm also not, like, I'm not really afraid of sharks. You have a tracker with your buddy, Nigel, or whatever it is. His name's Breton. Breton. Yeah, I do. I mean, I enjoy, like, I wouldn't go swim with, the, I mean, I, I would go, I would consider No, you just have diving. a respect for them as, hum, as not humans, <laughs> as animals, as beings. I have respect for them as humans. <laughs> As a human, you have a respect for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're they're fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't have any strong feelings about sharks one one way or another. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, if you're ever interested, you should go on uh, WikiHow. There's some really interesting how to articles. Survive, dot I know, dot dot. I know how to survive everything. I know how to survive so many kinds of bear attacks. Yeah. I know how to survive. I know how to survive so many things. I I don't think anything probably could could kill me really at this point. Well, Lisa read the wiki how on how to uh, survive a <laughs> shark attack because she jabs at the eyeballs, uh, the shark lets her go, mm-hmm. um, and she's pulled onto the boat, but then we start to hear, like, Taylor talking through the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, we're seeing Captain Taylor, the person, talking to Lisa, but, but his voice is coming, like... coming out like it's on the radio. Yeah. And she, like, looks up and her hand looks... Like, it's bleeding as if it were underwater. Mm -hmm. Like, the blood is kind of, like, like, floating. Mm -hmm. And then we get sort of snapped 
back into reality and it's revealed that she is hallucinating she is still at the bottom of the ocean kate is still dead and her leg is still, still stuck, stuck under the cage she's laughing hysterically she's like we did it oh my god i did it i used my bcd and i got me out of here did it you know what i mean the thing is though good at least her. at this point she's happy <laughs> yeah good for um, her <laughs> but but luckily at this point the coast guard appears and for some reason the sharks don't chase them but they're also armed with with spear guns and this is such a cool job do people like do the are the coast guard get trained to like just yeah. go like diving and carry spear guns and yeah that's fucking awesome coast guard does things debatable they've never done anything for you but they've done something for people um i watch deadliest catch i know how often the coast guard's called but they they do they get lisa free and they bring her back up and you see her kind of she's screaming for kate but kate is very much so dead yeah i mean if i were lisa i would personally never recover from this trauma die oh my god can you imagine like not only the trauma of first of all all of that happening but then also the trauma of hallucinating that everything's fine and then Mm -hmm. finding out it's not i would just the whiplash you must get yeah i think that would just be it for me um yeah but they bring her to the surface yeah and that's that's alive that is the end of the movie all right well okay on a scale of one to eight cages on the bottom of the ocean (laughs) what would you rate it on a movie and then as scariness i like this movie it's definitely not um I, I don't I don't know how as like the film bros would say it's not like well written necessarily it's not like it's it's not gonna win any Oscars but I think it does what a movie should do which is that it's very entertaining it's, entertaining. it's fun to watch it's a little scary not too scary got a plot twist yeah it's got a decent uh yeah decent plot I would give it I'm gonna give it a six and a half cages at eight yeah I think I give it a five yeah and then maybe three on scariness. I get. I think sharks are pretty. I think that scene alone, honestly, where they're falling to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. I mean, again, like when I was in the theater, that scared the shit out of me. I would give it. I would give it a five cages mm-hmm. for scariness. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty scary. It's. I think. I. I've seen this movie so many times just because of you. <laughs> so this was kind of another instance of me being a little bored while watching it just because I've seen it so many times and I know what's gonna happen but I do remember the first time I think I watched it with you Mm -hmm. and getting that plot twist I was like oh my god oh I was shook to my core the first time well because you think if she's hallucinating she hallucinated that she got attacked by a shark Mm -hmm. like she hallucinated the fact that she had to fight a shark and she got bit like pretty badly injured Mm -hmm. which is like that's you would think that that's what would happen. Like, they'd mm-hmm. get to the surface and, and she'd get attacked by a shark and now they're both right. bleeding and they may not make it out. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe one of them dies. Mm-hmm. But then you find out that that was a hallucination. You're right. like, what? You would think that she would hallucinate. Like, they get out and they're saved and yay. Like, they're fine. Yeah, no, Maybe I was, Kate loses a leg or something. Yeah, I was shook when I watched it the first time because I... 
still had not seen enough scary movies that I wasn't used to the thing of like when you put on a horror movie, someone's gonna die. You know, like yeah. very rarely does does it's not usually a live. happy ending. Yeah, and I really thought when they were both on the boat, I was like, oh my god, they both made it. Like this is a survival movie, and then and then they didn't. Yeah. Nope, they did not. Uh, let me see. So let's do our trope tracker, shall we? Let me see. Sheets. So we had a couple. We do have a jump scare. A shark jump scare. Mm-hmm. So. There should be a, an animal trope. Like, animal attack trope. An animal attack. Uh, there's no Bible references. Uh, any don't go there is no. I mean, kind of. They shouldn't have gone in that damn cage. I guess. But it's more like, you know... If there's something behind a door and you're screaming, like, you're obviously not going to go down there. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, Two left feet. No, no one really falls. Um, Unbelievable. No. Split up. They do split up. They do. uh, Technically. (laughs) All right. Then we'll do a split up. No foot grabs. No creepy children. We do have a final girl. Uh, door reveal, no. Do we count no service? Because they're in the bottom? I think... Like, the radio doesn't work. Yeah, I I was gonna say, we can count it because the radio doesn't get service. Um, lost items? The camera gets lost. The camera gets lost? Well, that's not important, though. Yeah. That's like if they had, like, a spear gun and then she dropped it at the bottom. Well, they also lose their second to last flare. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll count it then. We make the rules. Who cares? Yeah. Car broke down. That doesn't matter. No at all. <laughs> no. No. Out of reach. We do have an out of reach with the tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, double tap. No. One last scare. No. Oh, mm, uh, well. I get no. 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 And no demon. All right. So that. Imagine they just like plot twist the shark is a demon. Yeah. All right. So still in the lead is out of reach. I'm not going to list all of them because I don't want to. But out of reach is in the lead with 12 nice. points. Well, wasn't that well, a doozy? We, yeah, we we uh, we didn't take up very much time. So I guess we can just talk about our personal lives for the rest of, for sure. the, rest <laughs> of the podcast. Sure. What do you want to talk about? I'm starving to death. Well, thanks for listening. This was Kayla's pick. I hope you enjoyed it. Kayla sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Next week will be my pick. So we'll see. Next week is my pick. I have no idea what I'm going to pick. But we'll find out. It's probably going to be something stupid. As if this movie wasn't stupid. This this is a decent movie. It's not like, just because it's not like a fucking like film bro, like stupid, like you pretend to like it because it won an Oscar type of movie. Doesn't mean it's not entertaining. Horror movies never won Oscars. No, but... But even so, like, even the movies that are hailed, like, the greatest horror movies of all time, some of them are good, some of them are not. Is Parasite technically a a horror movie? I think it is. That one won an Oscar. We should cover that one, just because your comment. Yeah, I can't remember a single thing that happened in that movie. Oh, we should cover that one. Yeah, we should.
All right, that's next week. <laughs> Newsflash, parasite. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> it's decided. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening. My name. Oh, you can uh, follow us on Instagram at Speak of the Devil Pod. We do polls where you guys can pick one of the episodes that we cover, and we also post stupid things sometimes. Um, or you can follow us on Twitter at Speak Devil Pod. Mm-hmm. My name is Taylor. My name is Kayla. Good job. Thank you. And we're not scared of anything. Are you?